Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everybody and welcome to the Star Companion podcast. My name is David, and I'm Zach, and that's Zach, and um, we are a Star Trek fan <laughs> podcast. And uh, our mission is to review each and every Star Trek episode through every iteration by star date. And uh, we wanted to thank you for joining us on this journey. It's been fun so far. We're about 16 episodes deep into Enterprise, mm-hmm. and uh, today we're going to be uh, reviewing the episode Shuttle Pod 1. Yeah, and uh, as David said, thank you for going on this journey with us, and I'd like to just say if you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever, send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Right now we have a $1 contest going. <laughs> Where if you send us a single fucking dollar, we will watch Jeffrey Combs, Commander Shran, in Cyclone and review it. And, and if just, you send us... Just oh. for history's sake, today is, what, May 23rd? So, 2019. So, if you're sending us a dollar in, like, 2023, we're not going to review Cyclone. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Someone's like... Yeah, Yo. <laughs> suddenly get five hundred dollars. Fuck, we need to review Cyclone five hundred times. Review that shit. Yeah, just keep reviewing it every day. <laughs> Sorry, um, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Watched it again. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, and yeah, so we have our one dollar competition. If you send us two dollars, we'll watch Reanimator and review that shit as well on the Patreon. That's right. In case you don't know who Jeffrey Combs is, he plays uh, Commander Shran, and uh, that's definitely one of Zach's favorite characters in Enterprise. He's the best! (laughs) You know, if they hadn't ended this shit, he was supposed to join the bridge crew. Was he really? Okay. Yes! I would have liked to see that. He's a good, he's a great character. He's an excellent character, and he gets so much better as time goes on. Yeah, so he shows up more, definitely. Oh, a shitload, yeah. Once once we get into season three and the Zindi arc starts, 
Yeah. He plays a more pivotal role. He has a total Han Solo moment. It's okay. Great. It's fucking great. I can't wait. Yeah, literally, <laughs> I've been waiting to get to the Zindi arc. And so I just am like, let's just slam through seasons one and two. We gotta get yeah. to three. Um, but I digress. You can catch us on all major podcasting platforms and run YouTube for the video portion. We got the patreon.com slash the star companion. We're on Twitter, right. Instagram. Send us an email. Give us your thoughts. We want to hear from you. And uh, uh, I, w- I was started calling bars today to try and uh, set up some trivia. Oh, nights. really? Yeah, all I got were message answering machines. So I feel like <laughs> I, I'm not sure how many bars actually answer their answering machines. So maybe I just got to <laughs> get drunk for a week and hit different bars to find which one that'll let us run it. We should be but, promote. We should we should get side jobs as promoters. Maybe that will help. You know, I, I at one point in time I did get a side job as a promoter. Oh, did you stand it, outside bars with like those like cards and like flick them at people as they walked by? Uh, it was a pain in the ass. So you I did just, do that? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's just. Hey man, you gotta make ends meet sometimes, you know. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I even registered people to vote. For a while, for a couple oh, really? months, if you remember that, maybe not. Yeah, um, the catch was was uh, <laughs> so in California, you know, everyone's a Democrat, and that's where we're from. Yeah, um, you know, I'm a registered Democrat. Not to get political, <laughs> I kind of lean more center. Yeah. However, uh, it's impo- The point of this story is, is that it's impossible to get someone to register as a Republican. And I would only get paid oh, God. if yeah. I registered someone as a Republican. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And so I would literally pitch the people and be like, look, I'm struggling. I just need you to sign up as a Republican and I'll fill out another one for you that says Democrat. Yeah. Once you leave here, put this in the mail. We'll send you right back to Democrat. And people are like, but I'm not a Republican. I'm not even gonna do it, and I'm like, dude, I want to eat, man. Just come on, sign the fucking thing. It's okay. I'm hungry. <laughs> anyway, it didn't really work out so well for me. Nah, you got to go to the OC for that. <coughs> you got to stand outside yeah. of like, uh, you know, Arroyo Chop House or something like that, Lowry's or something. Yeah, sure. Twenty-one, twenty-two-year-old Jack had much to learn. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. 28-year-old Zach is tired. <laughs> it's 10-22, Zachary gets tired. God. So, so anyways, um, today's episode, again, is, is Shuttle Pod 1. It's Season 1, Episode 16 of Enterprise. You know what? And to build off what you are saying earlier, we only have, like, what? Ten more episodes until we're at the end of season one. Yeah, there, there's only twenty six episodes in season one. Yeah, man, we're almost there. So, and this is, I think, Shuttle Pod one. Let me see. Let me just check check here. No, I think it's it's the next one, uh, episode seventeen. That's the last one that I've seen of Enterprise. So after the last one, it's it's a voyage into the unknown. After fusion. Yep, after Fusion. I didn't okay. I've never seen Rogue Planet. 
<laughs> Red Planet's stupid. I can't wait. Ha! Never mind. I'll save it. So in today's episode, um, <laughs> Reed, uh, Malcolm Reed, and Trip are they're in a they're in a shuttle pod. Shuttle pod one. That yeah, the the number of this shuttle pod is one. And um, are they surveying an asteroid field, or are they just like are they they they're they take like a shuttle pod outside of Enterprise and I think they're surveying it. Okay, for like a couple days, right? Yeah. Okay. So while they're surveying this asteroid field, um, they discover on a on a rather large asteroid that there's a a strip of metal that says NX01, mm-hmm. and it's blasted onto the side of this on to the side of this large asteroid. So they think they assume the worst. They think that the Enterprise blew up while trying to navigate the asteroid field. And, you know, they're supposed to rendezvous in, what, like two or three days. But that obviously isn't going to happen now. So they start trekking towards the nearest subspace amplifier, which number, it, it, it's number three. Sub, mm. Subspace amplifier number three. And um, and uh, that's that's pretty much the plot of the episode. Yeah. So they, they're stuck there and they run out of air. <clears throat> or they have a finite amount of air. Yes. And uh and power and time. And, yeah, and so it becomes a farewell episode for the two of them as they realize their fate. And then at some point they pick up new coordinates from Enterprise who's actually on their way back. Oh my god, Enterprise is still around. And then, That's right. Uh, they they learn later on that it didn't actually blow up on the side of an asteroid. Correct. And, and one then, of the things that kind of annoyed me about this episode is, you know, they discover that it's blown up, but you never see them grieve. Like they just lost like like a hundred of their of their best friends, and you never see them like upset about it. You know, very selfish. It is very selfish. Yeah, it really is. And so they then go to the new coordinates and they calculate how long it'll take to get there. And they don't have enough air to match that time. No, they don't. So they decide to eject the engine, blow it up with micro de- detonators, and hope that T'Pol detects it on her little science radar, and um, sit back with a bottle of Wiggy, and hope that they get picked up in time, and which they end up getting picked up in time, mm-hmm. and uh, back on board the Enterprise. Malcolm wakes up. Archer tells him he'll tell about tell him about it later. Roll credits. End of episode. Very yeah. cut and dry episode. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. Um, I, I think this episode, Malcolm Reed goes on to say that uh let me find it. Yeah, so Dominic Keating says, despite believing that his character of Reed likely, quote, notched up a few relationships back on Earth that would have been worthy of a last letter. (laughs) The actor, Dominic Keating, sympathized with Reed's action of recording audio messages for various females. Quote, (laughs) really what we're seeing about Malcolm is that he does have a problem getting close to people. And I think that would explain his shyness around girls. To them, these women, they'd probably be surprised that they got this letter from this man they forgot about because they never (laughs) really knew him. But for him, he's on his last 10 hours air and he's going to die. It's rather sad, in fact, that he's writing these letters to people he barely knows. That is so Um, funny. 
Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. And, and see, uh, that's, that's interesting that you brought that up because I I thought of it from the perspective of like he's kind of like. Uh, well, what have you been calling him? Oh, the the international, the intergalactic man of mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Um, I, I saw him as kind of, what's the what's the word? Uh, not meditating, but kind of, you know, recalling his great flings in life, you know, and, and kind of recanting yeah. these stories to these ladies and, and you know, apologizing that he couldn't come back and do whatever he did with them. Bang him again. one last time. Yeah, just give him one last good banging. Um, <clears throat> but it's interesting that you brought that up because later in the episode, he, he tells Trip that, um, and I think this is a consequence of, of him, you know, being in Starfleet is that he hasn't really had much time to develop a social life. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. he's obviously a good looking guy. He's got some game. Um, he, he's no, um, he's no, uh, oh, God damn it. I thought you texted me his name. He's, he's no, no AFC. Uh, he, he's, no he's no average he's... frustrated chump. No, right. dude, he he's no Daniel Bess. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way. <laughs> so Hoshi Sato, her her the real life actor her, her plays real her life. Is, Lin, is Linda Park. And I, I think she's amazing. I think she's gorgeous. So I went and looked her up on IMDB and, and she's married to this guy named Daniel Bess, and he's the most beautiful man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Honest to God, I you know, I thought Manginello was, but no. This he's guy. like he's like perfectly rugged and like European, you know. It's the rugged. Yeah, it really is. It's the rugged. <laughs> it's the silver fox look, but he's also Fuck. European. It's not like oh, it's not okay. like it's not like you know worked in a coal mine rugged. It's like you know maybe like uh, made wine for many years. Yeah, the, the sun know. cooked him like a great. Yeah, like grew up in a gypsy family, rugged. You know, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> like in Romania kind mm-hmm. of thing but like grew up to become like a like a banker you know sick and also a dancer yeah and an actor <laughs> and an actor fucking that asshole interest yeah fucking asshole the whole reason why I looked up Hoshi or Linda <laughs> Park was because in this episode when Malcolm and Tripp are talking about how Enterprise blew up they were saying, oh, Hoshi and Travis were only 24 or 25 years old. And I was oh, like, they said that? Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's nuts. So I was like, I wonder how old Linda Park was when she actually filmed that episode. And she was actually 24 years old around oh. around that age. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was born in 1978. So if it was, formed, if it was filmed in 2001, she's about 25, 24, 25, I'd say. Unless my math wow, is wrong. holy shit. Yeah, so it it's not it's never wrong. Oh, thanks, man. Um, wow, very interesting, right? <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so to continue on, real life takes on this episode. Yeah, since there's not much substance to it, the actor of Reed says that. Um, he he really liked this particular episode and he goes that he goes quote I have to say that it is an acting experience it's mm-hmm. certainly second to none that I've ever had this episode this was something I'll tell you it really got my juices going 
The great thing for me is that Malcolm Reed becomes a three-dimensional, living, breathing human being who, I tell you, as I talk about it, I kind of well up. It took some soul-searching to find all that stuff. What can I say? Just made the hairs grow up on the back of my neck as we were filming <laughs> it, and God, I never wanted it to end. Which I get, because there's crying, there's yeah. end of life, there's mm -hmm. wishing well, there's combative natures regarding... Connecting with Trip, who he you know, before this, wasn't really close with. Yeah. And so, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun expose into Malcolm Reed. You get yeah. a little bit of uh, information there. Um, this is the now, first, go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you didn't, I seem to recall you not really liking this episode. <laughs> I don't really like it. Well, I have some interesting tidbits for you. Or tidbit, okay. singular tidbit. Okay. In 2016, um, a little newspaper called The Hollywood Reporter uh, ranked this episode as the 98th best episode of Star Trek out of 100. Out of 100? There's 700 <laughs> fucking episodes and this <laughs> right. is it? I like this episode, but I would not rate it in the top 100 for sure. It's an interesting, it's definitely an interesting, it's a, it's a good thought experiment, but I mean. I get it. Heard, have you ever heard of The Hollywood Reporter before this? Yeah. I haven't. I have. That doesn't sound I, like a credible, oh, you have. I get their uh, emails daily. Oh, okay. Well. Uh-huh guess i'm out of the loop still i'll forward them to you if you'd like well, i can subscribe <laughs> no you you don't want to it's way too expensive <laughs> oh okay yeah my cheryl subscribes to it got it so we get the emails you've like, got a oh. guy so that's what's happening in the world of hollywood <laughs> there's some interesting tidbits wow so they decided i'm gonna google the shit out of that article yeah, um, they ranked it number ninety-eight, huh? Out of well, one hundred, it, it is the only episode to not feature any stunt men or background actors, and mm -hmm. it's the first episode in which there's no bridge scene. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. There is no bridge scene. So that's fun, I guess. So, um, to read off of the Wikipedia page here, another interesting uh, tidbit. Um. It says that uh, this episode um, was held up as a good Star Trek, good Star Trek episode, despite the overall lukewarm reception of the series. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people liked this uh, episode, but they disliked Enterprise because the majority of the existing fans found the intro theme song quote annoying. Wait, wait, wait. repeat that. Yeah. Yeah, it it pissed me off too, dude. Um one of the reason one of the reasons the show was not as well received as previous iterations despite episodes like Shuttle Pod 1 was that the majority of the existing fans found the intro theme song annoying. But you know what it is, dude? Those fans <laughs> they didn't have faith. Give man. it to me. There we go. They didn't have <laughs> fuck Mike. They didn't have any faith in the heart, bro. <laughs> and that's important. I, I can't not skip this fucking theme song. I gotta say, man, like, the theme song, it definitely does not fit in with the other theme songs of the canon. No. But 
come on, dude. It's it, it gets me so fucking jazzed when I'm about to watch this show. I I watch it every time. I don't skip it on Netflix. Every either. time it gets yeah. me hype. Literally, I didn't start. I I stopped skipping Deep Space Nine's once it got like the last season. Yeah, because they're getting sentimental. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> run it, <clears throat> but I'll skip Voyagers every goddamn time. I also don't need... Go ahead. Voyagers is really long, right? It's like Deep Space Nine. It's just like loopy horns. Yeah. No voice. No voice. Just noise. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll hear Kirk or Picard, but I even skip those. I don't fucking need those. No. This one I listen to every single time. Every fucking time. I'm not even a fan of the genre that that type of song is, but it's oh, yeah. just, it just hits you right. I never, I never listen to Christian rock. No. It hits you right in the fucking gut. It just, <laughs> it gives you, it just knocks all the air out of you. And when you take a deep inhale, <clears throat> it just goes right to the heart. Wow. It goes right to the fucking heart. <laughs> wow. I gotta, I gotta tell you, this whole time you told me I, you had a tidbit for me, and I'm trying to figure out what thing is the single tidbit. Oh, these have all been tidbits. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> I, pr- I don't think I have any more tidbits. Uh, uh, other than my favorite line of the episode, which I don't know if we've discussed yet. Let me see if I got anything. The waitress Ruby that they talk about yeah. <laughs> does in fact show up in a flashback episode later. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably the this. most fun portion of this episode. Oh, where you man. get to meet Ruby, and I'm pretty sure Archer even knows Ruby. Yeah. God, um, what a fucking funny, what a funny thing they did in this episode <laughs> by having him write letters to his ex flings. That is so crazy. It's yeah. just it's comedy, man. It's fucking comedy. What were you gonna say? Oh, my favorite line of the episode. Um, when Malcolm has his first dream, and he and to Paul is like all over him. And she says, and this Vulcan can never ignore Lieutenant Malcolm Reed again. (laughs) I fucking died, dude. That was that was so funny. So ridiculous. And then later on when he's when he's when he's asking Trip if he thinks uh T'Pol is is cute and he says she's got a nice ass. Yeah. She's got a nice boom. She's got a nice boom. Like I mean, yeah, but one of the things they did not like about this episode is um, they fixed up some of the hole leaks with mashed potatoes. Um, didn't quite enjoy that. Not gonna they, lie. They sealed it later. Oh, okay. So it was like a it was like a temporary. Yeah. Okay. You'll see him later with a paintbrush, like. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess it works in a in a pinch, but um. Mashed potatoes are definitely not a long-term solution in space. No. I'll go out on a limb and say that. I'm kind of upset that they don't, that they're not replicating the oxygen. Yeah. Okay, so my, I had a question for you. Um, so Trip, Trip, it, this is kind of the second time that we've seen Trip kind of lose his mind in really stressful situations. There was a, the episode, I think it was probably like the second or third episode. When he grew the nipple? Yes, that one too. Okay, so this is like the third episode we've seen him lose his mind. 
Uh, do you remember the one where they're in the cave and they they see the psychotropic yeah. things yeah. and he starts losing his mind? So he starts lo- he kind of loses his mind in this one too. Mm-hmm. Reed kind of keeps his cool a little bit. I mean, uh, Trip keeps calling him like the the Reaper of Death or whatever. I don't really see it. I think it's just Trip being kind of overly dramatic. But what do you think? And and you don't have to answer this immediately. What do you think you'd be like if if something like that happened to you? Like you're on board a shuttle, huh. and like you that you that's know. a great question. What I, would I, I do. I have a feeling. I'll give you a little time to think. I have a feeling that I would be kind of like Trip. I'd probably freak out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would probably freak out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, yeah, I would probably have a moment of freaking out, and then I would probably succumb to the situation, and I would eat every goddamn ration right? <laughs> that's in this ship and try and find as much alcohol as possible. I would. I think I'd freak out. I'd come to terms with it. We'd find that whiskey. I'd get yeah. drunk. And then when you passed out, I'd crawl into the airlock. <laughs> it's a good friend right there everybody yeah not because i wanted to save you extra oxygen it's just i i couldn't yeah i couldn't bear to have death overcome me without you want to go out on your terms yeah that's right i want to have i want to be able to make the decision for myself oh man then i wake up and fuck your corpse (laughs) <laughs> or you just, just see my body kind of just like bounce off the window yeah the it's front floating window. into space uh, tractor beam it bring it back on eventually get rescued bring it into my quarters and fuck your corpse fuck it yeah, fuck it <laughs> just kidding oh that's funny um so, if I were to rate this episode, two and a half out of five, whatever. You think so? I don't care about this episode. It's just such a gas. I don't... Yeah. I'd give it a three. I think it's a good middle of the road. I think it's an interesting concept. Sure. Yeah. Yes. I imagine being the actor involved, you'd be like, oh my god, what a role. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'd give it a four, because I really like the whole angle of... of of Reed writing letters to, mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. old flames. That's just, it just hits. That's so funny. Yeah. To me. All right. I'm there. I'm and there with you. And how Trip tells him that they all sound the same. He's like, no, I wouldn't say that this chick has a nice smile because she had nice eyes. <laughs> like he has yeah. very particular oh, things yeah. he picks out about him. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> whoa, bro, simmer. Yeah. He's a psychopath. Real psychopath. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, this has been the Star Companion. We're on all major podcasting platforms. We're also I, on YouTube. We are on YouTube. That's correct. And, and um, we are going to strive over the next week here, starting, I mean, today is May 23rd. Over the next week, we're going to we're gonna get the videos up to what would the, the word be up to speed with the podcast as well yeah and we're gonna after that we'll decide on what we want to do f- in terms of creating a regular that's posting right. schedule yeah i wanted to bring that up last episode so mm-hmm. podcast episodes i should say this is the top and i'll say it next time 
Podcasts yeah. are live Tuesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think maybe videos like Monday and Friday. Monday, Friday, yep. Something like maybe that. Maybe even Wednesday, Wednesday too. Friday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but we want to get more into a rhythm of creating and generating content for you guys so you stay you. interested. Yeah. So you stay <laughs> a part of the... Dialogue. Dialogue. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, send us an email, Star Companion, the Star Companion at gmail.com. We do read our emails. We, we don't do. have any interns yet. Yet. And but when uh, we do, you can guarantee that we won't pay them. <laughs> this guy knows his stuff. <laughs> and uh, just you want to make it in showbiz, kid? <laughs> Sorry. One dollar. <laughs> a single dollar on Patreon, and $1, we $1, will $1. review Cyclone. And you know what? Patreon. If okay, so we should structure it like this too. Like if if we get like five dollars, right? Yeah. We should come up with like a lottery and and we'll just choose one random person who donated a dollar. Okay. And we'll shout that person out in that episode. Nice. As well. Okay. So if you if and and when you contribute that dollar, um, you will be entered into a raffle. <laughs> a f- super sick raffle. Super sick, formal, organized raffle that we didn't come up with right now. <laughs> and um, you may get shouted out during that episode. So you could be a celebrity for a few minutes. A few months. minutes. And, you know, if you do donate a dollar on Patreon, you become an assimilated drone. Yes. You know, and... Uh, you get to be a part of the collective. I would just like to say that resistance is futile. You know you want this review of Cyclone. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> well, take care of yourself. Adios, boys and gals. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.